listening to the Global Edge Business Beat, brought to you on the Michigan Business Network. I'm your host, Jade Sims, Assistant Director in the International Business Center in the Eli Broad College of Business at Michigan State University. Today, we're speaking with Don DeCorte. Don is Vice President at Roman Manufacturing in Wyoming, Michigan, and he's spent his career working in the field of manufacturing. Welcome, Don. Hi, glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Having me. So, Don, you've spent a large part of your career at Roman. Can you tell us briefly uh, what the company does? Yeah, uh, we are located in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and we manufacture special water-cooled resistance welding transformers and power supplies, along with other high-current power systems for manufacturing glass, industrial furnaces, and we also have a foundry where we do non-ferrous castings all here in Grand Rapids. Great. Sounds pretty typical of the sorts of um, industries we have here in Michigan. We make things that make things, right? Yes. Uh, so you and I volunteered together on the West Michigan District Export Council. Um, so how did you get interested in the international side of business? Well, back in 1999, um, I was challenged at Roman to expand our business into uh, international markets. Up until then, we were predominantly North American based, like most um, family businesses and manufacturing companies in this region. So as I started doing that, I met more people and started getting involved in groups that were involved in helping companies export. And so that was my first introduction was actually meeting with some people that were helping me learn how to export and uh, giving me input and ideas. So that's how we kind of got things started. Excellent. Um, and you mentioned to me you um, are currently doing business in several different countries. Um, when you give us some examples of, of some of your largest clients. So our largest export markets on the Asian side are China uh, and Japan. And in the European markets, we're in heavily into automotive as well as I, as I mentioned, some industrial manufacturing. So um, Germany, France, Italy, many of the countries that have automotive-based manufacturing, we have product on the European side. And then down south in Brazil, we also have quite a bit uh, in the South American market. And Mexico, uh, of course, is a huge export market for us as well. And I shouldn't, I shouldn't. Uh, leave Canada out, although sometimes we think of them more as a brother than an export right. country, uh, especially growing up in Detroit as I did. But uh, we also have huge export and do a lot of work over the Canadian border as well. So, Excellent. So, you know, you've gone from, you know, getting assistance as you began your career. And now, as I mentioned with the District Export Council, you're actually volunteering some time to help others gain that experience and take advantage of markets. Um, and that's a lot of what I do with my day job um, is talking to Michigan businesses about all of these great opportunities um, when they look at international markets. So what do you see as the largest benefits to doing business internationally? Well, you know, one of the things I tell people now that I've started to help other businesses and through the MDEC and uh, Van Andel Global Trade Center and areas like that that help exporters um, the first thing I tell them is going global is not to be taken lightly, but it is a proven way to add to both market share and the diversity of your product offerings. When we first started into this at Roman, 
Um, you know, of course I take my bag and my brochures and away I go to Europe and they're all looking at me like, wow, do you have anything in our language? And you learn that. And then secondly, these are not products we use. You might use them in North America, but these are the European norms and standards. So it really forces you out of your box in the sense of learning how to make products that are more universally accepted, learning how to market products that are more universally accepted and go after diverse markets. And so we learned a lot through that on how to make our products more efficient, how to compete with more competitors, not just the ones we had in our backyard. And that made us a better company. It's a challenge without a doubt, but it added markets to, um, you know, our total portfolio has grown. When I first started, our exports were three to 4% and were pretty well by accident through customers who shipped our product abroad. We really did no direct marketing or sales or anything to go after those markets. Today, we enjoy a 20 to 30% export market, depending on projects and, and you know, customer base on an annual basis. And that's a, that's a big piece of market that we didn't have on top of how it makes us better here. And we also learned through this that our large customers wanted us to go global. They liked our product and our services, but they didn't want to deal with just a local company here in North America. They wanted us to be uh, a vendor that could take care of them in all of their markets. And our large OEMs uh, that make cars, you know, GM, Ford, Chrysler, et cetera, they said, hey, you need to come along with us if you're really going to be a global vendor. So that was another tag and pull on us that said, hey, you need to go global. It was well worth it. It has really made us a better company and more well-rounded and diverse but it's a journey. Yeah, that's a fantastic story. And, you know, I have heard similar stories from other companies around the state. And so it's just, um, it's great to hear that repetition of those same, those same benefits so that, you know, when I talk to companies, um, you know, they not in smile at me, but when you as, as a manufacturer have that same story, it really, really, re really reinforces that message. Um, so you and I were talking a little bit about working from home over the course of this pandemic um, and how that's changed and has in some ways not changed because as a global business professional, you're already working around the clock um, and, you know, from home frequently. But um, could you talk a little bit about the uncertainties that you've seen in 2020 and how they've changed um, the way that your company does business? Sure. Um, once again, we're still, as we, as we start to come out of this, um, we're still seeing uh, changes in the market that we are strategizing on, hey, you know, how are we going to deal with this moving down the road? Even for the last nine to 10 months, I spent hundreds of hours on airplanes and in front of customers worldwide. And of course, from March until now, I've spent zero time in front of customers virtually. So, you know, it's made our communications leaner. We've learned to do a lot of things virtual that we really hadn't challenged ourselves to do in the past. It, I loved travel. I loved seeing my customers. I think they loved seeing me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was fun to go and, and to visit all these places on a regular basis and, and strategize and move forward with business. We've learned through this challenge and, and, and pandemic to do that in a different way. And I think it's helped us be a little bit leaner with our time and, and our management of resources because of it. I can tell you how much panic set in when we all thought in February and March, geez, we're not ever going to get to Europe again for a year or to China or wherever. How are we going to get this project done? 
and we figured out how to do it. Um, there are still challenges. I am still a firm believer that it, there comes a time where all of you know, all of a group sitting in one place strategizing on projects and things does make sense. But I think we've also learned a lot that we can do a lot without that. So. All right. Yeah. Really good insights. Well, thank you for speaking with me today, Don. You're very welcome. It's uh, it's a pleasure. And um, I really hope that some of the companies out there that are considering export really do take the time to investigate and work with some of the groups out there that are willing to help. And, um, you know, take advantage of it. Yes, I hope so as well. This has been the Global Edge Business Beat brought to you on the Michigan Business Network. I'm your host, Jade Sims, and I hope you are able to join us again next time.